Okay. Good morning. It's good to see everyone. Shkaya uh, for coming to learn. I want to discuss this morning the minig of uh, Kitneus, but before we begin, we have to give one disclaimer, and that is to uh, a certain degree. Uh, our whole discussion, the more we look into it, is very much like potato starch. And that is the more and more that you eat, the less and less satisfied uh, you might be. So we are fundamentally dealing with something that is a minig. So as the more we look into it and the, we try and come up with rigorous criterion in terms of what is considered to be kidneys, at the end of the day, uh, conceptually and fundamentally, we are dealing with something uh, which, is, uh, which is a minig, not a dinmiday rice or a dinmigrabanan. So to, to a certain degree, there's some, uh, some uh, lack of fundamental or conceptual uh, consistency, the type of consistency that we're used to. <coughs> so the Gemara tells us in Mesech uh, Tzpsachim over here in Daflam and Heyam Beis, the Mishnah, Elu Dvarim Shadim Yotzei Behen Yidei Chayvasa BePesach. These are the items that a person could use to be Yotzei the Chiyuv of Matzah. BeChitim BeSa'irin BeKusmin BeShipan BeShibula Shibale Shuol. So there are five, the Chameshes Minei Dagan, which we're familiar with from all areas of Halacha, that a person could use uh, for the mitzvah of matzah. And the, the Gemara continues, Tana Kusmin Min Chitin. Kusmin is generally assumed to be spelt, which is a, just a, another type of wheat. Shibol Shual is uh, assumed to be oats. And Shipon is assumed to be rye. Min Sayrim are a type uh, of barley. There has been some uh, discussion in recent years about whether or not Shibol Shua really is oats, because oats doesn't bear as many uh, similarities to barley, certainly as rye, or as uh, spelt bear similarities to wheat. And therefore there were uh, certain uh, of those who suggested that Shibol Shua also oats, was not found in Eretz Yisrael at the time of the Mishnayis, that perhaps Shibol Shua does not refer uh, to oats, but some other type of, of grain. And oats is in fact not one of the Chameshish Minei Dagon. And that's relevant for all areas of halacha, and certainly relevant as well with regards to the mitzvah of matzah. However, Rashi writes in the Gemara Masech Tzachim, and that was the traditional approach, is that Shibol Shual is oats. Uh, and as we'll see, there's a difference in terms of how you learn uh, the, the Gemara uh, moving on. So for those who are celiacs, let's say, this is very relevant in terms of can you be yoyed to the mitzvah of matzah with oat matzah, which is the only one of the Chamesh Mine Dagan that doesn't have uh, gluten in it, at least in its purest form, if it's untainted, it doesn't have any gluten. So if you assume Shibol HaShul is not oats, then the, those who have celiac really uh, are prevented from performing or precluded from performing the mitzvah of matzah. But if Shibol HaShul, which is a traditional approach, is oats, so then uh, there isn't uh, that much uh, room for concern. They could be yoyed to the mitzvah with oat matzah if it's produced uh, properly, and that's the traditional approach accepted by Rav Rubam Shalkala so the Gemara continues. Once we have the Chameshes Mine Dagan, that a person can be yoyed to the mitzvah of matzah, hani in oireis v'doichin lo. But if it's uh, rice or millet, then you cannot be yoyed to the mitzvah of matzah. Mino ani mili. So the Gemara says, why is that the case? So the Gemara says, because since the mitzvah of uh, matzah is juxtaposed with the Isra of Chametz, so dvarma bon lidei chimots, adam yoyed to behen yidei chavotzah b'matzah. If it can make chametz, then you can be yoyed to the mitzvah of matzah. Yotu elu sheim bon lidei chimots. That excludes these two minim of Erez Vedechen, that they don't make chimots, Eloli de Sirchon. So, for those who assume that oats is not one of the Chameshis Mine Dogon, chimots refers to the fact that gluten rises, that those are grains that have gluten rise, much more uh, in a pronounced fashion than those that don't have gluten. So, if chimots, if well, we're not referring to oats, then the chimots could mean that it rises. But if you're, uh, we assume, like we do, 
that oats is one of the chameshes mine dagan and chimutz is some other chemical process, perhaps relating to some other enzyme that's found within these five grains, and now it's referring necessarily to the fact that it rises. As opposed to sirchon, which means the more that you cook it, uh, it rots. So we assume chameshes mine dagan are chametz, a person can be yoytze the mitzvah matzah uh, with these five items, but not with oiriz v'doichen, since they don't uh, come with a chimutz, they rot the more you cook them as opposed to chimots, some other chemical process. He cannot use it, it's not chametz, and by that same token, it also cannot be used for the mitzvah of matzah. And the Gemara continues, This is all not like the opinion of Rabbi Yechon and explains that Rabbi Yechon ben Nuri tested it and he found that it came with a chimots, not with a sircha, and this was an empirical machlaikas, our oirez v'doichen, one of the chametz mean a dagan or not. Rabbi Yechon ben Nuri assumed that it was. And Chayav and Achimutza Kare, since you're Chayav for Oyez V'doichem Mishum Chametz, you could also use it for Matzah, but our Mishnah assumes not like the opinion of Rabbi Yechon Ben-Nuri that Oyez V'doichem, rice and millet, are not considered to be from the Chameshus Minedog and can't use it, it wouldn't be Chametz, but the same token cannot be used for Matzah. So we have it almost explicitly, I mean explicitly in the Gemara, that rice and millet are not from the Chameshus Minedog uh, and uh, are therefore no concern of chametz, and one can use them uh, freely on Pesach. You might say, though, but look, Rabbi Yechon ben Nuri was of the opinion that these can bali dechimot. Was the machlekes and mitzios? You shall me explains. So he held they can bali dechimot. Maybe we should at least uh, be chayish for the opinion of Rabbi Yechon ben Nuri lahachmir. So the Gemara tells him, "Sechlis psachim over here ois beis and kufiyadalim beis." That we're not even chayish for the opinion of Rabbi Yechon ben Nuri lechumra. The Gemara says, uh, commenting on the five things that are on the uh, seder plate. We have two tafshilim. So, my shnei tafshilim. We know we have the Beit, so we have the Zraya. But the opinion of Reb Huna was that you have silk of Aruza. He had beets and rice. Those were his two tafshilim on his uh, Ka'ara. And Rabbi Havim Ahadah silk of Aruza. This was a Hida mitzvah to have silk of Aruza on your Ka'ara. So, I'm Rabbi Ashi Shmami, another Rabbi Huna. We can infer from Rabbi Huna's practice that less the Chayesh will have the that we're not chayshish for the opinion of Rabbi Yechon ben Nuri, and one is allowed to have uh, rice and millet and uh, all other things other than chamesh minei dagon, a pesach, no concern uh, of chametz. However, minah developed in the times of the Rishonim uh, to limit this practice uh, severely. Over here, the first time it's found, it doesn't mean the first time the practice emerged, it's just the first time that it's recorded, uh, is in the Sefer Mitzvah Katan by Rabbi Yitzhak from Kurbil, from uh, France, who was a Talmud of Rabbi Mi Paris. So he writes uh, over here about kidneys, kegon poyash, poli, veresh, vadoshim, which is uh, rice, millet, beans, lentils, peas, which you generally refer to as legumes. So he writes that there was a minag to refrain from eating them on Pesach. He says on the second line, This was not a universally accepted practice. There were those who uh, felt that it was permitted. He didn't accept this minig. He felt that it was allowed and that was a tradition. held that rice was one of the chameshes minig dagon, or was the sixth type of dagon. Even though we have one that was a machlaikas, whether it was one of the mine dagon, we're not chayshish for that. We don't pass him like Rabbi Yechon Menuri. But continues the Sefer Mitzvah Katan. Mihu kasha hadaver ma'oid lahat edaver shenoigim boy ha'olam iser. Lamaisa, this practice has already become somewhat entrenched, and therefore to abrut it is quite difficult because it's a practice that goes back mimei chachamim hakadmonim. 
It goes back. Now, he lived in the th- 13th century, the 1200s. So this is a practice clearly developed after the times of the Gemara in the literature of the Ga'inim. We don't find any mention of this practice. So it was it developed at some point in between the Ga'inim and the Rishonim, but it seems to be somewhat of a widespread practice already in the times of the 1200s in the period of the, of the Smak. So he writes, it was, it was still controversial, though. So he writes that uh, this is clearly not because they thought it was Chametz. This is, he says... Even Tinoikos Shabbos Rabbah know that rice and beans and lentils and uh, peas are not comets. But he claims that we uh, accepted the practice of from eating these items on Pesach for the following reason. Not because they could bodily dechimot, but the keva, now he gives you really three reasons which are all one. The keva, the kidneys, maise kederahu, vidoganami maise kedera kedaisa. He says, first of all, it could be made into cereal. Uh, and you can make dishes out of it, just like you could do wheat. So, we might confuse it with regular flour, because you can make cereal out of it, just like regular flour. And, not only once it's processed into flour, are they similar. It's a midi demidgun, which means that it has a shell, or it has a husk, and you peel it uh, off, and just like you find in the middle of the husk, you find the kernel of wheat, so too you find these seeds and these beans and these uh, lentils all have um, a shell around them. You peel them and you, you get to the kernel or the seed inside. So it's midi the midgun. So again, in the whole uh, you know, development of these items, they're similar to grain in that they have a husk. Then when you uh, take them out, you grind them up to flour, similar, they can be made into cereal. And yesh mekemesh, we again lost this man, pas! in there are places where they make bread out of this. So his basic concern is, These are not like cucumbers, they're not like uh, uh, you know, peppers that no one would ever confuse with, uh, with flour and with the chamesh dagon. These things, in the way that they uh, you know, grow, they're similar to dagon, they're processed, the flour is similar to dagon, and they can be made into end products that are similar to dagon. So his concern is that we're going to come to confuse it with, uh, with the chamesh mine dagon. And then he writes in the last line, We'll get back to the mustard in a second. He says, mustard also is similar because, even though it's a seed and it doesn't have all the flour and the, the bread can be made, but it is similar in the way that it grows. It has a shell and it has a husk. So that is the concern of the Sefer Mitzvah Koton. The tour cites this minig as well. No, no, no. Look at the tour. So the tour is concerned. It quotes the Minnick, he says that the only Khamesh Mini Dagan, the only things that bully the Chimots, but Vyesh Oisu and Lako Oyers will come in and kidneys with Tavshil, Vishemine Chitin Miss Arvin You might have grains of wheat that get mixed in. So he was concerned with a different thing. And he says, Vachumra Yesera Hizu Vlonog, okay. And this is an extreme Chumra, and that's not uh, the Minnick. In fact, the Basia quotes from Rebbein Yerucham. Minig shtutu, that this is uh, well above and beyond the general uh, way that you know we we practice halacha. This is too much, and the Beis Yosef concludes less the chash l'dvarm halalu zula si ashkenazim. The only people who are careful about this are the Germans and uh, those people from that part of Europe. But in the other parts of Europe, it was not um, it was not accepted. So now the tourist concern is that the wheat will get mixed in with the mina kidneys, and ada yomazay. Even there are certain svardims already quoted in the prichadah should refrain from eating rice because most rice is enriched. With, uh, with wheat flour. So the way they do grow is corresponds to the reality of the situation. There are many times wheat grown in the same fields and they're processing the same plants together with mina kidneys. So wheat kernels can get mixed in and even times rice is fortified or enriched 
uh, with wheat. That's why there are some Sephardim that have the minig not to eat uh, rice, and even those that do are careful to uh, make sure that it's a rice that's not enriched. So the concern does, uh, does persist. That was the concern of, uh, of, the, uh, of the tour. However, Lemaise, the Beisheshit says, the meaning of Ashkenazim was to accept it, and the meaning of uh, the tour, the Svarim, the Rosh, they did not accept this. And this is the way it's uh, presented in Shulchan Aruch. Over here, Shulchan Aruch, Simen Toftan Gimel, Sif Aleph, tells us that the only things that are Asimi, Shulchamet, Sampesa, Chamesh, Mine Dagan, but the Ramah writes at the end of the first line, over here, Oisei, Vyesh, Oisrim, Vaminik, Vaashkenaz, Lachmir, Ve'en Lashanos. Okay, so this has become uh, the Minig, and we should not change from it. Even though, at, after the times of the Ramah, the dust had not uh, completely settled. Rabbi Yaakov Emden writes in his Moroksia that in the name of his father, the Chacham Tzvi, that they were unhappy with this Minig. If they could have abolished it, uh, they would have. But his opinion was uh, pretty much rejected by his contemporaries, by Sam Seifer, by Maritz Chiyas. Uh, he was more on the fringe in terms of this issue, but there was still tumbling about it. It, it hadn't uh, been a fully resolved issue, even though the Ramallah says that's the Minigan Ashkenaz, Vein There's always some, you know, uh, unease with this Minig because it goes against, we don't really make zeros in our times after the times of the you know, completion of the Gemara to now institute our own zeros, our own chashasha. This is uh, something that we're generally uh, averse to doing. It's not something we're accustomed to doing. So this doesn't really fit in the general rules of how we, uh, we're, we're used to practicing Allah, but the is, this has become the minig, and the Ramadan, as we know, minig Yisrael tayri. So this is the, the practice of the Ashkenazim, is to refrain from eating kidneys, which we're familiar with. But what we need to discuss, which is more of the, the, the issues of, of today, are what's included within this minig, and that really uh, presents itself in terms of uh, two different discussions. One is, on those items that are certainly kidneys, uh, what about derivatives of these items? So if you look at the Ramah, he continues over here, Oisei, um, on the second line, V'chein muter lahavik b'shmanim hanasimehem. You're allowed to light the oils that are made from these mine kitneis. And look at the end of the second line, V'chein muter lahashos mine kitneis bebayis. You can keep them in your house. You don't have to sell them. It's odd. He tells you you can light the oils after he tells you you can keep them in your house. You would think if, if you can't, you know, first he would tell you you can keep them in your house, then he would tell you you can make it into oil and light it on, uh, on Pesach. But maybe you would have thought the oil was not included. So he says you can light the oil on, on Pesach and you can keep it, uh, you can keep, certainly not chametz, you're allowed to keep it in your house and uh, you can light the oils from it. So, the first chiddush uh, from this Ramah is that you're allowed to benefit from kidneys. It's not real chametz. You can keep it in your house, and you're allowed to benefit from it. Chametz, you're not only not allowed to eat, you're not allowed to benefit from it. You can't even feed it to your dog. Here, you're allowed to, um, you're allowed to benefit from it and use it uh, to light, let's say, uh, a candle. This is relevant um, for a plant called the cannabis, or which was known by the Rishonim as cannabis, which in certain states is legal, in certain states is not legal, where they uh, smoke the uh, leaves of the cannabis uh, uh, bush or tree or whatever it is. So, you know, you know, marijuana, either medically or recreationally, depending on, on where you live. So the ma- cannabis bush has a seed called the hemp seed. And the hemp seed, according to some, is considered to be kidneyous. 
Because it's a seed that's peeled off just like uh, many of the other seeds that are included in the list of kidneys. Sesame seeds, poppy seeds, sunflower seeds. So the cannabis tree has seeds which, according to some, are considered to be uh, kidneys, but there's other uses of the plant. It was one of the things that's used to make fiber and rope was the cannabis uh, bush. And the other, the, the leaves, as we know, uh, are smoked. I don't think that the... I don't have any piquillas in this, but I don't think that the seeds are meant to be smoked. I don't think that's part of the, the yeah, issue. I think they, they make other things out of it. Yeah, but the leaves are the only thing that's, that's smoked. So the first reason to assume that it's, it's, you know, at least it's not also because of Pesach, it might be also for Moshe, right? Igris Moshe, it's also for other reasons, or Shlomo Zalman, you're, you're not in a lucid state, you can't perform mitzvahs, you can't learn Torah. So it's prohibited because of Bittu Torah and other uh, concerns, keep it off the aim, he says, he throws, you know, through the kitchen sink at you. So it's prohibited for other reasons, but it's not, let's say, a concern of Pesach. Number one, because even if the seeds are kidneyous, that doesn't mean that the whole plant is kidneyous. Uh, the seeds are kidneyous, not the leaves. But even if the leaves would be kidneyous, um, but uh, smoking it, we are allowed to retain ownership of it on Pesach. And smoking it is uh, it's, uh, another form of benefit, but not, not eating it. In fact, the more seer of Yaakov Emden, whose opinion is somewhat covered on this issue, just because of his position on kidneys in general, but he writes that uh, tobacco... There was always a, a misconception that it was soaked in beer. So there was somewhat of a discussion, can you smoke tobacco on Pesach? Maybe it was soaked. I don't think it was ever really soaked in beer. But, um, but uh, if it would be, so then there was a chashash chametz and some prohibited, prohibited smoking on Pesach because they were afraid it was smoked in beer and that smoking, they felt, aided digestion. So somehow like eating... So Rabbi Yaakov Emden quotes the name of his father, Chacham Tzvi, who laughed at that. This is not food. Tobacco is not food. Nobody would eat it as is. No chametz unless it's food. If you have a flour that's put into this table, that's not, it doesn't make it food. It's not a problem on Pesach. So, so too, the same token, we could apply the same thing over here. Even if it would be kidney, it's certainly not food. And therefore, uh, in its current state, wouldn't be a problem uh, of kidney. It wouldn't even be a problem of chametz. So certainly, smoking it, other forms of benefit, uh, are not a Pesach issue, but... Uh, you know, it might be, uh, might, might be other, other issues involved. You can't put it in your matzah, right? Uh, if you eat it, yeah, you're saying you eat No, but the leaves are not included. The leaves are not included. Yeah, but to eat it would be a whole separate issue. Edible. Uh, edible. Edible, yeah. You're right, well beyond my uh, exposure to this issue. The Chayalim, though, was medayic, inferred from this language of the Ramah, that the Shmanim of Kitniyas, one is only permitted to derive other forms of benefit. You can light it. What about to eat them? So Chayadam is medayik from the language of the Ramah that you're not allowed to eat the shemen of kidneys. Not only is the kidneys also, but the shemen, the oil of kidneys would also be usher. This was a very much an issue in the early 1900s when uh, the Marsham, uh, Rabbi Yitzchak Hanan, and the Shubas to Be'er Yitzchak, Rabbi Cook was a major proponent of this position, felt that the meaning of kidneys or the chumrah of the Ramah, let's say, not to have the oil of kidneys to eat it. He said, you're not to write it, you're not allowed to eat it, was only because their processing methods were, were uh, contaminated. When they made uh, an oil out of a type of kidneys, so there could be uh, kernels of wheat that were actually mixed in. But he says, in our processing of kidneys, there's no chashash of the tour, there's no kernels of grain mixed into our processing of kidneys, and we have much more advanced processing methods. It's not tainted, it's not corrupted, not contaminated with other minim. And what's the whole fear of the Sefer Mitzvah Kotan? Why did Rabbi Yitzhak Mikorbio prohibit the kidneys? Because you could confuse it with uh, the flour of the uh, Chamesh Dagon. But who's going to confuse once it's in a state of oil 
We're not going to confuse it with oil from Chamesh's Mine Dagon. We don't have oil from Chamesh's Mine Dagon. So the oil from Kidneyus is not going to be confused with Chamesh's Mine Dagon. You don't have the concern of the Seven Mitzvah Katan. And the concern of the tour that you might have kernels of grain that are mixed in might have existed in times of Ramah in the 1500s, but does not exist in our time, and therefore they wanted to permit uh, the oils of Kidneyus. It's a major issue in Eretz Yisrael in the early 1900s. But resoundingly, this suggestion over the years has been uh, rejected. Davnei Nezer and Roiv Rubam Shalapaiskim again have assumed that the Ramah, we take the Ramah at face value, um, and they don't put it into context, and that the oils of Kitneus are prohibited just like the Kitneus uh, themselves. Derivatives are also also. Uh, so for that reason, let's say canola oil. Canola oil didn't exist in the United States until like the 1980s, it was developed in Canada. That's why it's called canola oil. It's Canada oil, but it's just some other type of kidneyous oil which always existed called rap, rapseed rap oil. Rapseed oil is assumed to be kidneyous. I know, but rapseed is not kidneyous. According to Halacha, it's not oil is considered to be kidneyous. According to, according to be kidneyous. It's considered to be kidneyous. Oils of kidneyous are also considered to be kidneyous, and rapseed is one of the traditional oils that's considered to be kidneyous. So derivatives are also kidneyous. Oh, we'll get to it right now. So, but there is another issue. There is another issue, and that is, okay, so derivatives of kidneys are considered to be kidneys. What about if they've changed forms? So we have a general issue with regards to Machalas Asuros that's addressed by the Rosh from Sechtes Brochis when he's talking about musk. Musk was a, a derivative of the blood of deer, a certain gland in deer that produced blood that had a quality to it that you could... Uh, you could uh, distill out, or you could remove some byproduct of it, was musk, which was used in perfumes, but also an additive into foods. So the Rush discusses this musk, which was derived from the blood of the deer, but certainly had changed forms. So he quotes in the name of uh, Samri Shadim, the Balamar, dam. And the second line is a derivative of dam, and therefore it should be prohibited. But he quotes in the name of Rabbeinu Yoyna, perish the it's a derivative, and it's changed. Now it doesn't bear similarities to blood, so therefore it should be allowed, even though it was derived from blood, but it's changed uh, forms, and now it can be allowed. And he compares it to things that are found within honey. That let's say you had sometimes a particle, you know, pieces of bugs that were in the honey, but over time the honey uh, decomposes it, or just, you know, it changes and it blends back in to become part of the honey. And the honey is assumed to be permitted. Why is that allowed? Because it changed to become part of the honey. So, so over here, he claims that uh, this item has changed, is different uh, significantly enough from the blood, and therefore, um, and therefore uh, it should be allowed. It's a machlekes, though, between the Balamor, the Rosh, and Rabbeinu Yoyna. So how do we paskin on this issue? Interestingly enough, it's addressed by the Mishnah Bura in Archaim, as opposed to in Yeridea. But the Mishnah Bura writes that uh, the Psalm considered this to be a sake of the Dina. We don't know how to pass in with regards to this issue. So therefore, when you're dealing with Machal Sassuras, it's also in Deiraisa, the general uh, pasture of Poiskim has been to treat it in Lechumra. Safi Deiraisa Lechumra, with regards to the Surim that are only Durabanan, we'd say uh, Safek uh, Durabanan Lekula when it comes to Nishtane. At the same time, Ritzi Pesach Frank writes in the Haratvi, in order to be Nishtana, to qualify for this Kula, you have to have changed significantly in two different spheres. One is that uh, the texture of it has to change. It physically has to change. The other is that it has to change in terms of its flavor. 
It can't be the same flavor, even if it's changed texture, it can't be the same flavor. But if it's changed significantly, meaning its texture has changed and its flavor has changed, then it could qualify as an ashan. If it would be an Eastern Rabbon, it could be allowed. So therefore, T. Pesach Frank writes, and that's been the position of Reva Paiskim, is that corn syrup, uh, even though it's changed forms, and maybe according to those who allow the oils, corn syrup would also have been allowed, but uh, for those of us who prohibit oils of kidneys, which is the standard position of Reb HaPoyeskim. So corn syrup, even though it has changed uh, forms, it has changed texture, but the flavor is basically the same. It's just more concentrated sweetness, but it's basically the flavor is the same, and therefore corn syrup uh, is included in the, uh, in the Isser of Kidneys. But what is Nishtana is, let's say, citric acid. Citric acid is an enzyme that's uh, used, uh, developed based on platforms of starches. Sometimes the starches are from kidneys, sometimes it's from chametz. In America, it's usually kidneys, other places, it's sometimes chametz. So anything that has citric acid, which is used as a preservative in many items, you'd be surprised at how many items have citric acid, you need, uh, you need to have ashkach of a Pesach. Um, even though, if it's from kidneys, so again, the position of Reva Paiskim is, that's considered to be nishtana. it's different enough from the kidneys where it's uh, harvested from, but... Uh, it's different enough. It would be nishan, and therefore it could be allowed. The only reason each ashkach is because sometimes it's developed from uh, from from uh, from chomet. Sometimes it's starches of kidneys. But according to Rav Parishim, it can be allowed. So based on this, huh? If it's nish- if it's the same form, then you can't allow it. Some allow the oils, even though it's kidneys, it's just changed form, because they said it's changed form, it's no longer be confused with chamesh minedang. We don't accept that. Just because it's changed form is not enough. But if it's nishtana, its flavor has changed, and its texture has changed, it's nishtana enough, it's no longer the same item, it doesn't retain the same properties at all, and it's a different item. So we couldn't be make on Yisurim Darabadon. So kidneys is nishtana, it can be allowed like citrus axis. The other example of this is aspartame, which is a sweetener that's used in diet soda. So those who allow kidney shinishtana would allow aspartame, and that's why the OU and other ashkachas gave ashkachas to Diet Coke. As is well known, uh, is aspartame? aspartame is kidney shinishtana. It's a, it's a corn sweet. Syrup is, corn syrup is, syrup is just corn that's, that's uh, yeah, liquefied and concentrated. So, so the that, sodas that are usually sweetened with corn syrup? Uh, uh, no, corn syrup, no, none of the sodas use. That's, they all switch to sugar. But then what about the diet sodas never had corn right. syrup? Yeah, so what's they what's have aspartame, which is a derivative of kidneys too. Yeah, but it's yeah. nishtana. It's totally nishtana. What's what's the, the aspartame. The aspartame is the same. It's the same. I don't know what splenda is made from. The yellow cap. I don't know, but the aspartame, is, which is in Pesach, is Diet Coke, is not a problem. What they change other things, it's a secret recipe. Huh? So, so Rav Landau, who was a major Pesach in B'nai Brak, prohibits the aspartame, as well as other... Uh, Star K won't give Ashkocha on, on Kitney Shanishtana, because they believe, Lechachilo, you shouldn't do this. Even though Nishtana, you're right, the Mr. Brewer said, Sveika the Rabbanon Lekula, we shouldn't create a situation, Sveika the Rabbanon Lekula, right? So you could do without the diet soda on Pesach. <laughs> and the other place can feel that no, kidney shinishtana with chachilo could be allowed. So they'll even give a hashkoch on kidney shinishtana and all that is permitted. No, he, there's he, no difference about diet coke, really. I don't know what's in coke in general, but yeah, okay. the aspartame is the same. Yeah. What else has changed? One of them has corn syrup. I think the one that's. It's not good for Pesach, has corn syrup. That's regular coke. That's regular. Dye has no corn syrup. 
Okay, so that's one issue in terms of kidneys, which is uh, what's included in kidneys is what about derivatives. But the, the hotter issue uh, with regards to what's included in kidneys is well, what uh, items are included within kidneys. So the smack only discussed uh, rice, uh, millet, beans, lentils, and peas, um, and mustard. But he didn't discuss anything beyond that. What about certainly new world items? How do we relate to those issues? And with regards to this issue, there's a major confusion within the Paiskim. They find different opinions. But if you uh, boil it down, to, you have uh, different lines of thinking uh, in terms of how to approach the issue of kidneys. The first, the first the shita is that of Ramosha, and it's perhaps the most intuitive. And it's based on a comment of the Chayk Yaakov. You look over here at the, the Ramah, back in Ice Hay, the Ramah writes in the third line, Zera Akliza Va'anis Aliander. So this is coriander and dill, which also have seeds, are nonetheless permitted. Even though he asked for the mustard, he permitted the coriander and the anise, which I think is anise, which is not dill. But no, anise is anise, but people don't, anise. People don't eat it. Okay, the Ramah writes that it's not kidneys. Yeah. Why not? So the Ramah seems to explain to the Dark Emotion because they're spices. Even though uh, kidneys, they are similar to those items that were included in the meaning of kidneys, these things are spices. That's not significant enough to have been included in the minig of kidneys. It's not eaten on their own right, only eaten as part of a dish. But writes the Mishnah Bura, um, over there, Sifkatan Yud Gimel, the name of the Taz. But Srikim Bedika, Sholisari Ben Ech Bech There's still the Chashash of the tour that different, uh, you know, Chitim, grains of uh, kernels of wheat could get mixed in. So he says, so you have to check it to make sure that it didn't get mixed in. But then he writes, But Ayin Betaz Vechayk Yaakov, all the way to the end. So the Chayk Yaakov asks, Why didn't they include in this uh, the Xerif Kinyas Lamaisa? The reasons exist. So the Chayk Yaakov writes, because whatever was included in the minig was included, whatever was not included in the minig, for whatever reason, is not, we don't include it later on, Mashanagu, Nagu, again, this violates the general principles about how we operate, we don't create new zeros. so even though there were concerns, deal with the concerns, check for the kidneys, uh, for the, make sure the Nochamesh and Minedaga mixed in, but we're not going to prohibit the item itself, because it wasn't part of the original, wasn't significant enough to be included in the original minute, and we're not going to include in the original minute, even though the same concerns exist. Aramaisha adopts this uh, line of thinking of the Chayk Yaakov when he addresses the issue of peanuts, which uh, he claims, uh, peanut oil, which he claimed was no uh, minute to prohibit peanuts, even though it is a, le- it is a legume. There was no minute to prohibit uh, kidney, uh, peanuts, and therefore Aramaisha assumed that peanuts were allowed. We're not going to start answering new items. And he says, Vihoraya is that potatoes. Potatoes can be made as potato starch. You can produce items that are very similar to Chameshit Mine Dagan. And now we didn't include potatoes in the meaning of kidneys. So Aramaisha says, Horaya is that we don't, and we didn't include the potatoes. We don't include new items. If there was no minig, uh, so then we're not, going to, we're not going to prohibit it. The problem with Ramesh's approach is that he doesn't address corn. Corn is also a new world item, which universally, universally, was included within the, uh, the meaning of kidneys. Sam Seifer was even Cheshit, was one of Chamesh Mine Dagan, he suggests. But Lamaisa is, we assume that it's kidneys, and, and, and there was a, no, there is no machlekes uh, about it, even though it was clearly not, it did not exist in the time the original minig was developed. So we included corn or soy, soy uh, beans that come from uh, Far East Asia. 
those were also included within uh, the meaning of kidneys, basically without any without any machlekes. So how did would where Moshe deal with that? So those who are uh, strict, uh, you know, those who follow in Moshe's line of thinking, so they argue or will say, well, Lamaisa is the minig included them. They just became de facto included in the minig. So again, they didn't include spices, but they did include corn and they did include. Uh, soy, kind of, because we lost a PR battle. If we would have fought a you know vigorous enough PR battle, we could have won corn and we could have won soy, but we lost. But potatoes and uh, peanuts, or Moshe's putting his foot down. Let's not include new items. So those who take that line of thinking, therefore, are waging a, like a holy war to uh, not include the quinoa, which is a newer a newer grain from southeast uh, from south South America. Not, you know, they don't want to lose a PR battle and allow this to be included in the minig, uh, because then once it's included in the minig, it's lost like corn or like, uh, like soy. That's uh, those who follow in Ramesh's line of thinking. But Ramesh's line of thinking is difficult, because Lamaisa, you have the corn, and Lamaisa, you have the soy, and to just assume that that was included just because nobody was paying attention is, uh, is difficult. Now, Ramesh lost the peanut machlekes too. Yes, but peanuts are out. Peanuts are out. Nobody has peanuts on Pesach. We'll get to the quinoa right now. There's another line of thinking on the other extreme. There's another line of thinking the other extreme. And that is what Ramosha said nobody included potatoes in the meaning of Kenya. This is not true. The Kai Adam uh, writes that potatoes, since they can be confused with Khamesh Dagan, are included in the meaning of Kidneys. The Prima Gaudim already addresses the issue, a contemporary. This is what we're talking about in the 1700s in Vilna, or Ramam Danzig, that's the Chai Adam. Included potatoes within the meaning of Kidneys, but uh, for the most part, that didn't, uh, didn't gain uh, too much traction. In fact, the Devei Chaim, the Tanzarov, argued, how could he call a safer Chaye Adam, the life of man, when we can't live Allah Alechem Levavi Adam, our potatoes? He said, we need the potatoes. In fact, the Tiferes Yisrael writes in Mishnah Yisrael's office that Sir Francis Drake, who introduced potatoes to Europe, it was on a Hasidei Umos HaOlam, because he introduced potatoes, rivaled only by Gutenberg, who introduced the, the printing press. So these two Hasidei Umos HaOlam. So Lamaisa is the potatoes uh, they, couldn't, uh, they couldn't live without, but at the same time, it's also well known that Eidah Haredes in Yushalayim assumed until Dian Weiss came from London to become the guy of the Eidah Haredes, they assumed potatoes were included in kidneys. Rav Shlomo Zalman did not use potato starch in his house privately, assumed it was part of kidneys. So if you take that approach, we're taking these chashoshois, legitimate chashash, legitimate concern by potato starch. You could easily confuse it until you eat it. You could easily confuse it with a cookie that's made with mine dagon. So if you're going to take these chashashos, again, the smack was concerned, you might confuse the two. Tour was confirmed because uh, grains might get mixed in. No one's grains are getting mixed in potatoes, but potato starch can be confused with the with, with, uh, real flour. So if we're going to take these chashashos and include anything that possibly could include these chashashos, these concerns, so then it makes sense uh, to prohibit the potatoes. The potato and then we understand why the corn, and we understand... Potato maybe survive because it's not really a kernel. Oh, so, so I don't think we accept either one of these two approaches because Lamaisa, our minig is not so. We, we allow, uh, we prohibit corn, we prohibit soy without any issue. And I don't want to say that just because, you know, we, we weren't paying attention. And we permit potatoes by and large. So where, where, you know, what is our position? And Lamaisa, within contemporary Paiskim, we have two understandings of this which have different opinions about the quinoa. One is, yeah. Everything you're saying is a logical position. 
We assume that they're all the same. Derivatives are the same. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I would say one position, and that's the position of the... Yeah. No. Because we assume oils are the same. Starch would also be the same. Okay. So in other words, you would prohibit potatoes, not just potato starch. Potatoes too, of course. The item itself. Yeah. No Yeah. So for the mice, again, that's not the minute. So within just understanding our minute, there's two approaches. One is that's adopted by the star K and, let's say, uh, the OU. And that is that they're really fundamentally sympathetic to Ramayisha. But Ramayisha, we accepted the corn, we accepted the soy. So what they assume is that uh, we have uh, these chashashos, you know, that the grain might get mixed in, or that it might be confused with, uh, with wheat products, and we have to be concerned with those chashashos, in an expanding category. But if it's not... They really would say, but these concerns do exist and they have to acknowledge that. So anything that has these concerns, like corn or like soybeans that are, uh, could get confused with uh, kernels of wheat, or they can be made into cereal, or they can be made into bread that are similar to wheat products, um, so then they will include them. The potatoes uh, don't bear, so, you know, the, the, at least in the way that it's uh, cultivated, don't bear similarities, so they didn't include it. But the chashosha is that, you know, wheat get mixed in or that it be confused with wheat products. Uh, they are uh, willing to entertain those chashoshas. So, uh, so for that reason, the quinoa, initially the OU said you can't use for Pesach because it's the wheat in the South, South America. It's very popular. Um, and they assumed that it was grown in the same fields together with the wheat, and maybe actually wheat kernels got mixed in. Then they did more research, and they found out that they don't grow in the same fields. There's no chashash that wheat get mixed in. In fact, they now check it to give Ashgach for Pesach, and they assume that it's allowed. So they just allay the concerns. They assume fundamentally, but we have to be into, follow these concerns that wheat get mixed in, or that it get confused, and they assume that the quinoa cannot be made into a porridge, it cannot be made into a cereal like other wheats, and they don't produce breads that are similar to... Uh, to wheat, and therefore uh, now the OU and the star K has allowed, has allowed uh, the quinoa. However, the other stream of thought within the Paiskim is, uh, I would say, the Roiva Paiskim in Eretz Israel, and that, or even in America, it's not the fully settled issue. The OK uh, doesn't accept the quinoa, but most notably, with Shlomo Miller in Toronto, is not uh, in favor of the quinoa in Pesach, so was Rabbi Sobelski. The Tzadik of Rochel not in favor of the, the quinoa. And Eretz Yisrael, almost universally, the Paiskim are against the quinoa. Rabbi Yashiv, Vashar Weiss, is the Shuvah Min Chasasha, the Rabbanut, does not give Ashkacha for quinoa for those who are not earthly kidneys. Why not? So they assume the following, and I have to say it is the most, to my mind, the most conceptually satisfying approach is, and that is that there were two reasons we prohibited kidneys. Yes, because grains might get mixed in, and because um, they either, in the way that they grow, the way they're made into flour, or the final product, as the smack discussed, could be confused with wheat products. They grow similar, you know, in the kernels that have husks. The flour might be similar, or the final product might be similar. However, those were the chashash, who might get confused with wheat. Either mixed with wheat or confused with wheat. But when they answered it, those were the reasons. But the way that they answered it was an expanding category, not just it was a category of items that bear this quality. And what is the quality that's similar to wheat? What did they answer? Kidneyous. Kidneyous is not a haphazard, random term to refer to an expanding or a random list of items. Kidneyous is a rigorous term that's found in uh, Hilchus Kilayim. If you look up here in the Rambam, Parakal, Hilchus Kilayim, the Rambam uh, tells you that there's three types of things that grow from the ground. There is 
But that's really part of a larger category called kidneyus. Kidneyus means items where you eat the seed. That's, or the kernel. That's called kidneyus. The smaller category within that, a subcategory of that is the chamesh dagan, which have a, a superior quality to them, or superior status. But that's part of a larger group called kidneyus, as opposed to zarnegina. Zarnegina are items where you don't eat the seed, like peppers, or you eat the flesh of the fruit that grow in the ground, or the carrots. Those things are called zarnegina. Kidneyus is a, a larger category than chamesh dagan, but they bear the same quality that you eat the seed, you eat the kernel inside. So when they, even though those were the chashashos, they get confused, or because it might get uh, you know, mixed in, lemaisa, the minig was, on all kidneys. Kidneys is a technical term, which refers to anything that has a seed or a kernel inside, or as the smak described it, as mealy de midgun. You peel off the seed, uh, the chaff, and you eat the seed. So if that's the case, anything that bears these qualities, whether it grows in separate fields or not, whether it's, uh, the final product looks like wheat or not, really doesn't matter. Like sunflower seeds are not getting confused with wheat, neither are poppy seeds. But the Maisa is, the Midig includes all those things that bear this quality. If it's meaty, the Midgun, like mustard. That was why, why is mustard included? Because it's a seed with a chaff around it. The exception to the rule will be the coriander, no spices, but we'll have to say the coriander was not significant enough, spices were not significant enough to be included within the Midig. But this will explain why corn, yes, soy, yes, not potatoes. Potatoes, even though the chashashos exist, no it, it could be made into bread, but no it doesn't have the technical uh, requirements, so the criterion in order to be included. Peanuts, yes, and that is the minig. No one has peanuts. In Europe, it has a shell where you eat the seed. A walnut and things like this. We have a question about walnuts. Walnuts grow on trees. They don't grow from the ground. It has to be similar to Chamesh Mine Dagan. Apples are also not included. <laughs> String beans and peas are generally assumed to be kidneys. Because, again, you have uh, legumes. The mice, I think that that's the most logical approach. If that's the case, in my, in my opinion, quinoa you know, should be included. In the end of the day, anyway, if you want your quinoa, enjoy it now, because the future of Torah, as we all know, is an error to Israel. So, Lamaisa, we're going to lose this machlekes, in my opinion. So, enjoy it now, but the poison arts almost universally have, uh, have rejected it. So, enjoy it while you can. <laughs> One final uh, issue is that um, what about those who need to eat kidneys, let's say they're a chayla or something, or a child, so Mishnabura writes over here in Oishei that Chayla uh, B'Shazad Chak over here in the first bracket B'Shazad Chak Sheim Malecho Mutu Levasho Kominim Chutz Mehemine Dagon If a person is a Chayla he doesn't have what to eat he's allowed to eat kidneys or so to a child is allowed to have kidneys uh, as well. The Ramah told us that if you cook uh, kidneys it's Bato Beroiv. The Ramah over there Oishei also said. Um, you don't ask the item with the evidence if it fell into a dish. So therefore, if you cook kidneys for a child, uh, many hold you don't need separate pots and pans because either way, the flavor that's embedded within the kli is just going to be butthole in the larger food item you later cook in it. The paste of the food will be mavato, the flavor of kidneys. Some will have separate kalim for the kidneys. Some yes, some no. Uh, there are different practices on this issue. But if one doesn't have what to eat, there were many times throughout Jewish history they didn't have what to eat, they were makele to eat the kidneys at different points in history. In fact, that's why the Chayodim abandoned his potatoes. Because there came a time when they needed to eat the potatoes, so he said, the Maestro, they had to be makele on the potatoes and eat the kidneys. One final thing is, Reb Chaim, 
even held, if you're machmer on kidneys, like it's an Issa de Rabbanon, it's only a minig. Like it's an Issa de Rabbanon, an Issa de Rice, it says you're over on Baltasif. Because the Rambam writes of your Perik Beis of Hilchas Mam, Allah Chates, if you present an Issa de Rabbanon, like it's de Rice, or a minig, like it's an Issa de Rabbanon, you're machmer on it so far, you're over on Baltasif. So he says you have to treat everything in its proper place, in the proper hierarchy of halacha. This is a minig, and if a person therefore is a chayla or for a katan, so then one would be uh, allowed to violate the minig. That's their minig. The, finally, the Rabbeinu Manoyach writes a fascinating reason for this minig. He says that the reason, I don't think it's true, but the reason for this minig is in order so that we should eat more matzah. That's, a, that's why they had the meaning of kidneys. We should focus on matzah until Gabrux came along and wiped out the matzah, and now we're back to potatoes. But the matzah, so we should focus on the mitzvah hayyam, you know, the mitzvah achila of Pesach, eat, eat as much matzah. Is, is that considered a chodah? is a chodah. So you could have kidneys, sure. Yeah, yeah. If there's nothing else, you could have potatoes too. Okay. Okay. Oh, so yeah, all right.